Hello, magical one. How are you today? Welcome to A Pinch of Magic with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So how have you found this last week? We've had uh, the full moon, we had the eclipse and we're in Merc Mercury in retrograde. It's been a pretty potent week with a lot of very heightened emotions. Now, I always like to think of like retrogrades as like renewing and reviewing and all of the re-words, like re-establishing and just taking that time to look at what needs changing in your life. The Eclipse Portal, because it was in Scorpio, and I always like to think of Scorpio as like the sex, drugs, rock and roll of the Zodiac sign. It's all the things people don't like to talk about. Think money, um, sex, religion, politics, and importantly, power. And power is the thing that I want to talk to you about today, because over the last week, this conversation has come up time and time again with my clients and in the academy. And I want you to think about your relationship with power. Now, power is essential, and yet it's something that we really shy away from, because most of us have a very corrupt slash warped relationship with power. And when we think of power, we can think of power as power over somebody else. So when we look at air quotes, powerful people in the world, it usually comes from a place of dominance. Maybe they have more resources or all the resources. Maybe they've taken things away from other people. You know, we think about like that race to the top as someone being powerful because they have like the, the power over everyone else beneath them. And when we think of like powerful companies or corporations, sometimes they've got there by any means necessary and the people at the top are doing really really well but the people at the air quotes bottom are like suffering or being taken advantage of so we can tend to shy away from power and one of the things when I have this conversation about power is many people shy away from their own power and they say to me they're afraid they might hurt someone because that's what they think power is the power like that ability to hurt or to cause harm or to withdraw resources or to take away like if you have something it means someone else can't have it that's not the power I want to talk about today that's one aspect of power it's a very warped corrupt version of power I want you to come back into relationship with your own power because this is how we create magic in the world this is how we create change in our worlds this is how we take responsibility for ourself first and foremost which then allows us to take responsibility for our communities for the greater world it allows us to create change in our communities and the world around us but unless we have that that healthy relationship with power it's really hard to effectively create change in any area of our life consistently. You might create change with a, with a lot of blood, sweat and tears and then we stop and then we revert back to our old ways. But when we can create a healthy relationship with our inner power, um, everything changes. And so I want you to think of power, not in terms of that idea of dominance, but in terms of that inner energy those resources you have access to, that inner sovereignty, authority. Um, yeah, that, that kind of energy. And so I want you to think in, in terms of as you go throughout your day over like the next couple of days, think of everything you do as an exchange of power, an exchange of energy, okay? Because we very much talk in the language of energy and power 
if people are, you know, they're exhausted, they're worn out, they're tired, they're overwhelmed, they're frustrated, you know, it's all this language that we would associate typically with like that idea of energy and power. Everything is that. Now, I'm sure there are people in your life or people that you have had contact with that deplete and drain your power really obviously. You're having a good day, you feel pretty good, your energy levels are feeling great, and then someone comes and offloads on you, or someone's in just like talking to you, maybe they're moaning about something and they're depleting your energy. Maybe they're just sucking the life out of you, so to speak. And by the end of it, maybe they felt a bit down when they joined you and you felt up and then that power has shifted. They have taken your power and they now feel good, but they have depleted you in the process and now you feel down, okay? That happens very obviously and we know when that happens because we're like, oh God, now I feel terrible. Now there might be activities in your life that do the same thing, that deplete you. There will, there will be activities that add to your energy and take away your energy, that sense of power. And I want you to get into the habit of noticing when that happens. Like I say, sometimes, you know, they might be called energy vampires, emotional vampires, that sometimes people do it on purpose. Most of the time they don't notice they're doing it, but they suck your energy. And that can be a really obvious form because you just like instantly know you feel awful. The ones that are, and you know, we've talked about ways that you can do that and protect your energy to make sure that doesn't happen. And the ones that are, are more tricky is the drip, 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 drip effect. So in and of itself, an interaction, an activity, a thought, a behaviour, might not you might not notice that it's taking a drip of your energy away, a drip of your power away. But over a long amount of time, it's draining, draining, draining. And then you're like, why do I feel so tired all the time? Why do I feel off centre? Why don't I feel that sense of fulfilment? Where's my joy gone? And it's that constant drip, 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 drip of those little daily choices, those little daily activities that we just do that we don't know. Okay, so those are the ones we want to do. The obvious ones, the ones, things we hate doing, the things we know leave us depleted. They're quite, air quotes, easy for us to do something about. Yeah, because they're obvious. So I want you to start thinking about just the everyday things, those drip, drip, drip things, where you give your power away or where it is taken away from you. Okay, so as you go about your day to day, First of all, maybe start noticing the activities that you do. Does an activity add to your sense of self, add to you being fulfilled and give you like better quality of energy and make you want to reach out and connect with other people more or assert those boundaries and saying, I'm having a quiet day. What fills you up and makes you feel more like yourself? So think of the activities you do each day. There can be anything from having a shower to, you know, going for a walk in nature to listening to your favourite tunes to um, scrolling on social media to the career of that you've chosen to the people that you spend your time with. And just notice, do they add to your energy? Do they make you feel more like you? Now, of course, some things we have to do, even if they deplete our energy, okay? But that's okay. Some things we have to do just because we have to do them. And 
there will be times in your life where they may be more prevalent than others. And the one that I always think of is like when my little boy was very little, you know, he couldn't do anything. I always tell him now he's he's eight, the grand old age of eight. And I'm like, when you were a baby, you were so useless. You couldn't even turn over because babies can't do anything. They need all of our time and attention to keep them safe. You know, um, they really can't do anything. <laughs> and so there will be a point in your life when, you know, something does take the energy. And it was, you know, ex- if you've gone through motherhood, it is exhausting. Um, and there was nothing, you know, I could get the support. His dad was around, you know, there are things you can do to support yourself. But at the end of the day, still some things are reliant on you to do. And that will be the case throughout life. There will be some things we have to do. And sometimes, you know, like with the example of the little baby, we know that they grow up. (laughs) Those days are long, but the years go fast. Um, But we know they'll grow up and become more independent and then we can take back our own energy and they'll need less and less of it. Um, So, of course, there will always be some things that we have to do. This isn't about pretending we don't live. We don't live in a world where we have responsibility and we have to do other things. But this is about the things that you can change will make a huge impact and give you more energy and power and resources to do all of those other things that, you know, the kind of things that we have to do. But I'm talking about like the everyday things, the things that maybe you have more authority and choice over. And the way that we can tell if something makes us feel good, this is the way that I like to do anyway, is just think about something that you've done and just notice your energy before it. So if you think of your energy system as being about, if you put your arms out to the side of you, like um, horizontal with the floor, your energy system is about an arm's width around your entire body. Okay. And just start getting used to feeling the quality of the energy around you. Now, first of all, if you've never done this before, you might be like, Rebecca, I can't feel anything. What are you talking about? But the more you just bring attention to it, the more you start to notice the subtle changes, the nuances. Some days that energy will feel like really light and expansive. Other days it will feel like a bit congested. So just notice the quality of the energy around you. And then when you, before you do something, so for example, I always seem to pick on social media. So let's go for social media. But it could be like a book you're reading, a magazine, a um any activity that you're doing, notice how that quality of your energy feels around you. Okay. Do the activity and just become aware of how the energy feels while you're doing that activity. And then when you've finished, again, notice the quality of your energy. Now, it might be that first of all, you're like, yeah, but I can't really feel my energy, Rebecca. Well, just notice the quality of your thoughts, the quality of your emotions, the quality of like whether you're whether you suddenly feel more energized or whether you feel depleted. And it might be after reading a book, your energy feels very expansive or looking at some artwork or being in nature, your energy feels really expansive. Or it might be that something you've read something really sad <laughs> or maybe you have been scrolling on social media and there's loads of conflict and you can feel your energy getting really, really heckled and just notice When we feel constricted, angry, sad, anything that feels uncomfortable to us, we have given our power to something else, okay? Now, I know that sometimes you're like, no, it made me do that. And 
it took me about two years <laughs> to reconcile this for myself to go oh yeah okay I was given my power to the other thing it's like actually I have the choice here and so the way that you can call back your power is to notice where you f- what activities you do that leave you feeling depleted and maybe it is I don't know reading a particular book well stop it decide you're not going to read the rest of it maybe it's certain groups on Facebook or certain people on Facebook come out of those groups block or um, unfollow those people yeah maybe there's a particular activity that just leaves you feeling Ugh, and it's like well call back your energy from it and have it fill you up because when we are filled up it gives us more time energy and resources to be able to do the things we don't want to be doing but maybe still have to so if you think about your energy in terms of a bank account if you think each that when you came into the world you came in with a certain amount of internal power now I'm not talking again about um, privilege or that kind of power right now I'm talking about the power internal power your resilience your um, your authority your boundaries your you know like the kind of person that you are and you came in with a certain amount of this energetic power. And some people will have less and some people will have more because of a whole range of things. And so then nobody starts at the same place. And then throughout life, the more you do that lights you up, that nourishes you, that fulfills you, that you know makes you feel like you have agency in your life, you're adding, every time you do one of those things, you are adding to your bank balance. Even if it's like, looking at a sunset, reading your favourite book, having a snuggle with your favourite person or creature, um, anything at all, eating a food that just like lights up your senses. All of that adds to your bank account. Every time you think to yourself, oh my goodness, good job, I did really, really well then. Oh, I tried my hardest. Oh, look what I've managed to achieve. All of that adds, 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 adds. However, we are constantly having things take away that power. Every time we have a negative thought towards ourselves, every time we internalise someone else's belief about the world, about success, that doesn't resonate with us, it takes away our power. Every time we buy into what the systems and society say we should do, the car you should be driving, the way that you should look, the colour of your hair, whatever it may be, It's like that starts to take away your power because then you're trying to strive to be something that you're really not. Um, And so where in your life do you give away your power? When you think about things in the past and you're like, oh, I, I do this because of X, Y and Z. Now, that may have been true, but when we still live out that energy, we are giving that power to that thing. Yeah. And. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but know that you are giving that power away. Now, calling back your power does not make a situation right or wrong or what happened. It doesn't take away anything that happened to you. But this is you saying, actually, that did happen to me. That was true. That was my childhood. That was, you know, that person was mean to me or whatever happened. But you can call back your agency. You can call back that power and say, yes, that happened, and this is what I'm going to do. 
about it. This is how I'm moving forward or that happened and I'm still going to take action. Now, one of the things I like to talk about is fear. When we are afraid of taking action because of a response, because like, oh my goodness, it might not work out. And it's like we're giving our power to the idea of fear and to the visualisation that we are creating that it might go wrong. Because actually it could go right, okay? And so we give our power to that fear and we're like, okay, I'll, I'll do it when I'm no longer afraid. But I say you can do it and take action and be afraid. You can do both at the same time. You can hold the energy of fear and take action. So now you're not giving your power to the fear. You're saying, okay, this is how I feel and I can still take action and I can still move forward. And then you do it and, oh my goodness, I never expected this to happen. This is amazing. Might be an option. I'm so glad I did it. I'm sure there are things in your life that you have done that have taken a lot of a lot of courage for you to do and then you're like oh my god I'm so glad I did and I'm sure you have done things and you're like oh no holy broomsticks I wish I hadn't done that and it's gone a little bit wrong and so when it's gone wrong this is another example of where we give our power you can say to yourself oh I'm such a failure nothing I ever do works okay and I'd ask you is that really true? Nothing you do works. Are you sure? Because um, I know there are lots of things that you do that do work. And of course, when we do something that feels like a failure, what we would label failure, it can be devastating. And again, it's not taking away that, that ability for you to feel that in that moment, to feel the disappointment, the hurt, the betrayal, whatever it was. And then say to yourself, OK, now I have data. And start seeing failure as data. Because when we see it as failure, we're giving our power to that, that energy. And then that energy festers. And it becomes like, oh, I won't try again. What's the point? Okay, but when we can say, okay, I've got data. When I tried it this way, that data tells me that doesn't work. Okay, what could I do differently next time? Do I need to do it differently? Do I need to get more support? Do I need to wait longer? Do I need more experience? Do I need to do it on a different day? There are lots of things you could do to change that energy. But when you're like, okay, let's look at this from a different point of view, you call back your power and your agency and you give yourself a new way to look at the situation. Now, of course, if you've done something and it's gone wrong, give yourself permission to feel the disappointment. Give yourself permission to feel those feelings, but don't let them consume you. Don't let that be your story forevermore, because it's the stories that we tell ourselves. I'm this kind of person from this kind of background with this kind of experience. Oh, I'll never do that. My family, we don't do that. Oh, I can't do that because this person will judge me. Oh, I can't do that because society will frown upon me. Those stories are where we give most of our power. So yes, of course, there are activities that we give our power to and they can make us feel good or bad, but really it's the stories we tell ourselves. There's um, a few people that talk about, uh, Will Store is one of them and I can't remember, the other person's, my mind's gone blank. Um, they talk about, we are human because we tell stories. OK, we tell stories to connect with each other. 
we tell stories to teach each other. We tell stories as a way of warning each other. We tell stories to inspire each other. Stories are really important and we constantly tell ourselves stories. We're like the hero of our own story and we need a villain. You know, <laughs> and, it, and in between we have magical people that come along and wave their magic wand and help and support us or steer us on a different path. And so I want you to not only notice the activities you do that light you up, that add to your bank account, but notice the stories that you tell yourself. What are the stories you give your power to? Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that because I'm an empath and everything overwhelms me. I can't do that because my family would judge me. Oh, no, I, I can't do that because I've tried, I've tried everything before and it's failed. Okay. That's a story. Ask yourself, is that always true? Now, sometimes the answer might be yes. Oh, my family will judge you. Well, is that really true? Maybe they will. I mean, they could surprise you. But then you could say to yourself and start to create that story and call back your power from that story and just start to ask yourself, but am I prepared to write a new story? Am I the hero of my own story that actually breaks away from those patterns? Do I end that, that pattern? And I, I truly believe that I'm going to say our generation. I have no idea how old you are. But, you know, I'm 44. So, you know, kind of like 20 years either side. <laughs> we'll go for that. But I, I definitely feel that we are here to break those patterns of the generations that came before us. And that's not like um a, a, like blaming the generations for everything they did. They had to overcome and they had to break the the moulds from you know their their parents and their parents and their parents. Every generation does that in some way. But I think we're of a generation where we are really stepping into this new dynamic, this new place of opening up to our gifts, opening up to intuitions, of being real, really clear on the energetics of the world around us. And there is a, a, a oh, I don't really know what the word would be. I, I guess the closest word that I could use would be like, there's an, um, an awakening almost, but I don't really like that word because of like ugh, the things that it's associated with. But there's a real, op oh, maybe opening up. There's an opening up to our, our other senses, our like intuitive senses, our almost like some people for their psychic senses of knowing that there is more to the world than the things that we can just see. And so I think we're breaking those old patterns from the past so that we can not pass them on to the next generations. I mean, it's certainly how I feel when I think about how I show up in the world and how I parent and how I contribute. It's very different from my own parents and certainly different from my grandparents. Like I've shared before, I, I I feel like a different species from my own grandparents. Um, and so this is our time not to blame, like, of course, to hold people accountable and of course, to have very clear boundaries. And it's not about pretending things didn't happen. Of course, they happened. But now it's for us to take responsibility, call back our power from those stories that we tell ourselves from those events and go, okay, now what is it I want to create? How am I creating a life where I can feel nourished, fulfilled and whole myself and contribute to the world around me in a healthy and positive way? How can I reclaim my sense of power 
and use that in a healthy way, using it in a way to like create positive change in the world, to be impactful, to you be of service in a way that feels good, not servitude, where you have to be the good girl and you or good good person and do all of the things that other people expect of you. But how can you model healthy a healthy sense of power to the people in your life, to maybe your children if you have them? And really take ownership of what it means to be a like fully realised person, not that that place of like, oh, I'm broken, I'm always going to need fixing. And I often think of like therapy, when ther- therapy first became like popular back in like probably the 70s or so. And it was very much people would stay in therapy for decades and decades and decades. And I think now we're in a position where, yes, you know, people might be in therapy for a while, but we can move through it faster. We can create change at a much quicker rate. There's, we have more knowledge about how to support ourselves and how to like step out of those situations. We're not replaying the same story over and over and over and over again. It's like, oh, that was a story that I lived by. And now I'm taking back control of the pen and I'm going to choose how I spend my time, my energy and my resources to create a life that feels nourishing and fulfilling to me that has nothing to do with your external circumstances now of course they will impact how you feel and like the resources you have access to but this is about an inner power there was um, a person called Viktor Frankl and he wrote a book Oh God, my brain. <laughs> Something in search of meaning. And he was in um, a concentration camp and he talked about how he found fulfillment even whilst he was in a concentration camp. He found that 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 search for meaning within himself, even in those moments. Now, of course, we don't want anything that extreme, but it is about finding that sense of power within yourself that is not relate that is not dependent upon how someone else behaves that is not dependent on how much money you have in your bank account which is not dependent on where you live okay now of course we always want you to be able to step out of any situations that don't serve you that don't nourish you particularly any situations that are harmful but I'm talking about that kind of power that is within you that has you able to make those changes, to reach out, to take those bold changes, to ask for help, to seek the guidance that you need to create the, the next level of your life, that next chapter of your life. And knowing that some things in your life are, they are chapters. <laughs> Maybe it's part one of your life, but it doesn't have to be part two. And that some things, while they feel important, they're actually only a footnote in a chapter. They don't have to be, although they feel all encompassing at the time, they don't have to be the entire story of your life. And so over this, these next few days, just notice what activities do you do that make you feel more like you? And then try and do more of them. Cherish those moments. Make those moments sacred. Whether it's just feeling the sun on your face and you're like, oh my goodness, I can feel that. Whether it's eating your favourite food and you like really take the time to nourish it, enjoy it, like smell it and just enjoy the textures, the flavours, all of it. Whatever it is, notice. And the things that drain you and deplete your power, that deplete that energy, 
how can you stop doing some of them? Maybe you could do it for less time. Maybe you could make sure you do something nourishing, first of all. Do the thing that you don't want to do that's a little bit draining. And then accept that it is draining. Because when we accept that it's draining and we still have to do it, instead of feeling resentful or frustrated or angry towards it, instead of trying to change somebody or something that we can't possibly change and we accept it for what it is, it brings back our power and says, okay, this is the situation. What do I need to do to change the situation? Because like I said, it's not about it being reliant on other people. And so just by doing that calls back your power. And then once you've done it, perhaps there's something else you could do to top up your energy. So whereas before you might have been resentful about something, you might have done it, you might have just like felt your energy drain, but it was just like draining, draining, draining. And then of course, after we've done it, if we're still like being resentful afterwards, that's a constant drip, 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 drip of losing your power, of giving your power to that thing. But when we can contain it to, okay, I've got to do this thing and we can do it, but we can then make a, a sandwich out of it. So we do something that makes us feel like us. We do the, the rubbishy bit and then we do something that feels like us again. Our bank balance at the end of the day is going to be much healthier than if we were like dreading it all the way to it, doing it and then being resentful for having done it afterwards. That's like a consistent drain and drip, 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 drip on our power when actually we could contain it and it's the same with your thoughts what thoughts are you having that lift you up that inspire you that have your own back so you can become your own best friend or at least acknowledge like oh yeah god my negative self-talk is awful I'm really good at talking badly to myself and then just when we can pattern interrupt that way that we talk to ourselves we get to call back our power and we get to change that internal dialogue because that internal dialogue often isn't even yours. It sounds like your voice because you have internalised it and said it for so long that you assume it's your inner voice. But it's usually people that have criticised you in the past. It might be parents, it could be religious leaders, it could be society, it could be something a friend said to you when you were six that you can't even remember, but it stayed with you. And the example I often like to think about is like, if you've just brought a brand new jumper and you love it. In fact, I remember once I, I bought this skirt and oh my God, it was a very, very long time ago. And I loved it. It was so funky. It was like pale blue. And I think it had like dogs on it or something. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking at the time, but I'd visited a place called Brighton in the UK. And if you know anything about Brighton in the UK, it's this fantastic like hub of like creativity and artists and it's just a brilliant atmosphere and they have this like shopping area called the lanes where it's just it's just got everything you could ever imagine like want for like quirkiness and like I said it's very artistic and this is like gorgeous clothes shop down there and it was I bought this skirt and it was like turquoise and I think it might have even had poodles on it I think it, I don't know whatever it was it was really really fun and it just made me chuckle to look at it and so I wore it and someone said to me at the time oh my god what are you doing wearing that I mean admittedly I probably wouldn't wear it today but in that moment I really loved it and I remember like going oh oh maybe I shouldn't wear it and I think I was probably about I don't know like 19 or 20 at the time and I stopped wearing it and I was like, look, I look back now and I'm like, wow, I gave my power away over something as silly as a skirt. And because someone said, oh, my God, what do you do wearing that? Um, that I, I stopped wearing it. 
as much. In fact, I don't think I wore it very much again afterwards because I became so self-conscious of it. And it's like, I gave my power away to a blooming piece of material <laughs> that was wrapped around my body just because one person said to me, oh, what are you wearing that for? And it's like, so where else do you silence yourself, uh, st- stop wearing your favourite jumper because someone said to you, oh gosh, what are you doing that for? Um, you know, a habit that you wanted to do, a hobby you wanted to to like follow up. It's like everything we do in life is an exchange of energy. Just notice where you leak yours because we don't want you to be a leaky cauldron. We want to plug those gaps, be more mindful of it. Because what happens when we don't, it's just like drip, 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 drip. And over time, you're just like, God, I feel so exhausted and I don't know why. And it, so I was like, oh, get some sleep. But you know, it's a different kind of exhaustion from just feeling tired. That something is a kind of exhaustion that having a good night's sleep is not going to solve. And so I invite you to have a look at where is it at the moment that you are giving that power away to, that you are leaking your own energy. And then what can you do to call it back? These days, if I'd worn my little, I don't know, call it a poodle skirt, and someone had said, oh my God, Rebecca, what are you wearing that for? And I'd be like, because it makes me smile, you know, because I love the colour, because it's just fun and quirky. And that would be it. I wouldn't even go, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't wear it. Okay. Now back then, it's like, if you can, if you're losing your power away to a piece of material, as something as inconsequential as that, it's like, where else are you leaking your power? And when I look back to when I was that age, it was like, where was I losing my power? To everything, to expectations, to judgments, to shoulds, to all of the things. I was constantly giving my power away instead of owning my inner authority. And so I want you just to feel into and just notice. I mean, you don't have to do it for every single activity and every single thought. That would be quite exhausting. But just start to notice, oh, where am I giving my power away? And notice what tops up your power. Because it's really easy, I think, sometimes, particularly in that kind of like self-helpy world, that we can notice all of the air quotes negative. Oh, this is draining me and that's draining me and that's draining me. And it's like, that may be true. And what fills you up? What are you doing to nourish you? Because we can't change the entire world in one go. We can't change our situation, our circumstances in one go. But what we can do is start filling our power back up, filling our reserves back up. So even though we're still being drained and other things are going on, as we fill ourselves back up, we're going to start bringing that bank balance of power up. And that means at some point we're going to have, like, suddenly there's enough electric to light the bulb. And we're like, oh, this is what I can do. Oh, this is who I can reach out to. Oh, this is a thing I can do differently. If in your life, you're in a position in your life right now and you're like, I can't do anything. It's just too overwhelming. And it's like, well, don't try and change anything then. Obviously, unless you're in danger, that's a very different thing. Um, But don't try and change anything or everything. Just start by focusing on one thing that is going to fill you up. What can you do that will nourish you? What is that one thing that is going to add a few little pounds to your bank balance? And just do that consistently because as much as we can drip, 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 drip and deplete our energy, 
we can also drip, 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 drip and start to fill our energy. And of course, that might take a little bit longer, but that little bit longer is going to be consistent and it's going to give you time to recognise who you are, what's important to you, so that when you come to make your decision, it's going to be the right decision for you, rather than summoning what's left of your power and energy and making a big change and then not having the power and energy to see it through. So if you've ever wanted to make a change and then you've used up all of your energy and then you've gone back, (laughs) then you've done it again and then you've gone back on yourself. It's because you haven't got the energy and the power to maintain it. But once you start to notice where we leak power, it becomes a really empowering process because we're like, oh, I need to spend less time with that person or I need to spend less time doing this. I need to be more mindful of my thoughts. I need to remember that just because I haven't done it, it just means I haven't done it yet just by adding the word yet onto something is enough to make us go, oh yeah, if I haven't done it yet, that means I could possibly do it in the future. Okay, so it's just like calling back that power and energy. And so then that energy, that power becomes much more authentic. It becomes more robust. It becomes clearer. And then we can direct our power and energy into the world in a way that feels really healthy and nourishing to us. It becomes a way of contributing. It becomes a way of us consciously choosing to do something instead of feeling like we should do it. And then, of course, when we weave that into our magic, our magic becomes so much more powerful because it's in alignment with our energy. And, you know, we can do things every day that are magical to, like, recall our power by having a shower and just imagining all of the energy that's not yours, everything that all of the shoulds, the judgments, the expectations, the negative thought habits, behaviours, just being washed down the drain. That's it. Just allow it to be washed down the drain and we can come out of the shower going, oh, I feel a bit more healthy. You can make your cup of tea in the morning or your coffee or whatever drink it is. And as you stir it in the morning, stir it, it, well, I would, in the Northern Hemisphere, I would stir it in a clockwise direction and just think I am activating my inner power. I am activating my inner power. And as we stir, we add to something like we're working (laughs) we're working with that energy of the sun and we are increasing that energy and so we are activating more of our power and energy um over in our community i shared yesterday about like doing a bay leaf (laughs) burning a bay leaf so you write on your bay leaf and what your intentions are and then you burn the bay leaf obviously somewhere safe and sensible health and safety first please witches um but you could write, you know, I am powerful or just write the word powerful on there and burn that. And it's like you're putting that intention out to the world. You can say your affirmations. Each day I step into my power more and more. Each day I embrace my inner power. I become more confident in wielding my power in the world every day. And you can just start saying those intentions. Give yourself a cheeky high five and a cheeky wink as you go past the mirror. Recognise yourself. Recognise the powerful woman that you are, the powerful person that you are. Because you are powerful. You have the ability to create change in every moment. And so I invite you just to have a look at that power, to feel that power, to notice how your energy is depleted and what increases it. Because 
you are far more powerful than you realise. Even in situations where you feel like all of your agency has been taken away from you, there is still that inner resilience, that still that inner power that we can just slowly add, 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 add to. And very quickly, you'll be able to create like significant change in all areas of your life. And sometimes even just a reframe from... I'm never going to be able to do this to, oh, I haven't worked out how to do this yet is the biggest thing in the world. And I often talk to people and they're like, oh, you know, one thing I'm celebrating is, oh, it's only my mindset. And I'm like, your mindset is the biggest thing that you can create change from. And it's one of the things that's the most powerful in our well, it's one of the things that is most powerful in building us up or draining us. If we constantly have that story inside of our head going, you're rubbish, you're useless, don't bother. Oh, it's not going to work out. Oh, it's, you're just going to get hurt. I feel tired just saying that out loud. <laughs> it's like, of course, that's going to drain you. But if you're like, do you know what? I've done brave things in the past. I can probably give this another go. Actually, I could call on this person. I could read this book. I could listen to this podcast. I could do a power pose for two minutes before I make that conversation. Do you know what? I haven't been able to do this in the past, but I wonder what I need to do differently to do it now. Can you see how that internal dialogue is completely different? So when we start to notice our mindset, it becomes a really powerful way for us to call back our power. Even if someone has said something really vicious to you, you don't have to take it on. That's their that's their words. That's their issues. That's their belief. It's probably not even their belief. They're probably just being mean. Um, but it doesn't have to be yours. If someone says something to you, that's on them. You know, obviously, if you've stamped on their foot or hurt them maliciously or on purpose, that might be a little bit different. But, you know, if someone like that person who says, what are you wearing that skirt for? You know, that was them. That was their judgment. That was their idea of like style. <laughs> I didn't buy it to be stylish. I bought it because I thought it was cute, you know? And so it's it's that same thing. It That was their energy being projected on me. Now, maybe it's because they wouldn't have the confidence to wear something as cute as I was wearing on that day. Or maybe they really hated it because it was everything they hated. But that's okay too. It doesn't mean I have to change my mind or stop doing something that I thought was fun because it that was my energy. And it's like, your energy, your time, your resources are so precious. It's like, it's time to be much more mindful of them. Okay. So I know I've kind of rambled on all around the houses as usual, as you have come to hopefully love about this podcast and the inner workings. Um, But come over into our community and let us know about your relationship with power. And if you feel like sharing, what's one thing that fills you up? And what's one thing that depletes you? When you think about both of those, it's like, what can you, how can you do more of that thing that fills you up? How could you prioritise that more? Like putting it in your diary, scheduling it, giving your time, your energy and your resources to doing more of it, or even looking forward to it, that energy of like looking forward to doing something at the weekend, even that can fill you up and nourish you. And that thing that you don't like doing, the thing that depletes you, how can you either stop doing it outsource it get someone else to do it or how can you contain that energy and if you need any help obviously come into our community and just ask there'll be a podcast um show episode on there so come and find it and put your comments underneath or start a whole new thread and come and share what what you're going to do because when we're like this is the situation i'm in and this is the action i'm going to take that's calling back your power Okay, so this isn't about saying, oh, everything in my life has to be exactly as I want it to be. Far from that. 
but this is about you saying this sucks and this is what I'm going to do about it this is amazing and this is how I'm going to do more of it okay there will be even if it feels out of reach right now there will be something that you can do to start calling back that power and if you're really stuck just reach out to us in our community we are there to help you and contain that rubbishness and make you feel more like yourself again because that's what I want for all of you is for you to be able to stand in your power to own the magic of who you are as your magnificent individual very unique self and really love and adore that person because you are needed in this world so I look forward to hearing your your thoughts your thoughts and your comments and I will speak to you again very soon.